Hello, and welcome to the Girls Going Corporate podcast, where we discuss all things career networking to empower you to go after your dream career. My name is Rosa Stansel. Today, I am thrilled to be joined by our very first guest, Honestine Frazier, who is the Senior Social Media Manager at Teen Vogue. To provide some background, Honestine and I actually got connected through LinkedIn. I messaged her on there and requested an informational interview probably over a year ago now. Not only did she so kindly agree, but she has also connected me with other resources and people since then. I am so grateful for her willingness to do that and to come on the podcast today to share a little bit more about herself and her career story. She really was one of those first people that I couldn't believe responded to me and opened up my eyes to the power of networking. And this just goes to show how impactful making those connections and messaging people can be like we discussed in the last episode. But without further ado, let's get into the interview because it's going to be a good one. Hello, Honestine, and welcome to Girls Going Corporate. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so I'm so excited to have you on and for you to share a little bit more about yourself and your career story. So let's start out with a brief summary of your career journey this far and how you've gotten to where you are today. Okay, cool. Yeah, awesome. Um, So I am the Senior Social Media Manager at Teen Vogue. Um, I have been here for this. This will be my second year. So I've been here for about a year and a half now. Um, And I basically oversee like the strategy across um, our social media accounts. Um, We have multiple platforms. So just making sure that um, we're promoting our content in a way that makes sense for each platform um, and just, you know, getting out really important stories um, to the world. Um, but yeah, before, before I was at Teen Vogue, I, um, I guess I can start from like, should I start from like after college? Yeah. Give it, give it all to us. Okay. All right. Um, okay. So I graduated in 2015, uh, from Cal State Long Beach, which is in California. Um, I was a communication studies major, Um, So then when I graduated, um, I was looking for jobs and I honestly like didn't really know like what I wanted to do. Um, And as I was like looking for jobs, I um, was getting a lot of rejections. And so I like knew I wanted to be like in the entertainment industry, but I was getting a bunch of no's um, right after college and which like really discouraged me. Um, so I decided to go back to school. Um, so I went to grad school at Syracuse university. Um, and there I studied digital communications with an emphasis on uh, public relations. Um, while I was there, I was taking like a bunch of different classes just to kind of see like what I wanted to do. Um, I think originally I really wanted to write and I really had this like passion for uh, journalism. And so I went in uh, first with that in mind. Um, but as like time went on and I was taking more classes, I took a lot of classes in social media and I thought it was really interesting because like I, I'm an avid social media user. Um, I'm probably like aging myself right now, but I like loved MySpace and like from MySpace went to like Twitter and Facebook and all of the different platforms. So I've sort of seen like the evolution of social media from when I was like a teenager and it just like fascinated me. And so I really wanted to like hone in on that. I felt like that was 
sort of like what I wanted to get into with social media because it was just like it was it was pretty established but it was also like changing really fast um and I really wanted to be a part of that um so when I graduated from grad school I started applying to a bunch of jobs within like social media um and then again when I graduated I it took me a couple of months to find a job I got a lot of rejections went on a ton of interviews um but I was in this um networking group on Facebook and it was for I live in Los Angeles so it was for like women that uh, live in Los Angeles was sort of like a networking group and someone posted in the group um a job opportunity at this company called Tastemade which is like a food publisher company they do like a lot of like those recipe videos and stuff. Mm -hmm. And um, I reached out to the girl who posted it and I didn't think anything of it, but she got me an interview and I got hired. So that was like my first like job out of like grad school um, was at Tastemade. I started there as a programming assistant, which basically meant that I was just like scheduling posts um, on like Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. Um, and then from there, I... Um, I stayed there for about almost three years. Um, so within my time there, I went from being a programming assistant to a content strategist um, and really just focusing on like strategy behind like what we were doing and um, trying to get like the most like eyes and views like on our content. Um, and yeah, while I was there, I also launched their uh, TikTok account. So this was like in 2019. Um, so TikTok was still fairly new. Um, so I had like a lot of time like trying to figure out like how to like use the platform mm -hmm. um, but I was able to grow the account from like zero to like a million followers in, oh like, wow a couple of months yeah it was crazy <laughs> I it was a lot of trial and error um, but that was like sort of like my like proud like career highlight I guess <laughs> um, but yeah so then from there from Tastemade I left because I really again, like my, I really wanted to be like in the entertainment industry. So I wanted to do something like more aligned with that. Like as much as I love food, I loved pop culture more. <laughs> um, but I ended up getting a job at Pop Sugar as a social uh, content producer. So there I uh, produced like a bunch of videos for TikTok and like creative content for Instagram. Um, it was like both like editorial and like any like branded sponsorships. Like it was my job to like figure out ways that we can like do like brand partnerships on social media with like different places. Um, so that was really fun and creative. Um, and I was there for about, I wanna say like a year and a half, uh, almost two years. And then I got uh, reached out to on LinkedIn by a recruiter from Teen Vogue. And so I did like the whole like interview process there and got the job. And so I've been there ever since. And that's sort of like my yeah. journey in a nutshell. No, it definitely sounds like you got to, you know, work at some great places. And, you know, as a college student, considering different options after graduation, um, like you were saying, um, how you got your master's degree, I always wonder how critical that next level of education can be. So I'm curious how important and impactful you feel getting that master's degree was and your success thus far and in like helping you get that first job. 
Yeah. Um, I always, I actually, I get this question a lot. I know like a lot of students love um, asking about like whether or not they should go to grad school. Um, and I think like from based on my experience and like what I went through, I'm my best piece of advice I can give is like, if you want to go to grad school, like make sure you want to go for the right reasons. <laughs> because mm-hmm. when I went to grad school, I like, I wanted to go to grad school because I was just like, oh, it's going to look good on my resume. And like, everyone's going to like hit me up for a job after <laughs> I went to grad yeah. school. And that honestly, it just wasn't the case. Like what helped me was like networking. Um, but I will say that my time in grad school, um, I did like learn a lot. And I feel like what I learned um, is like things that I'm like implementing into like my career now. Um, and I think it also just helped me like figure out what I wanted to do because I think that was like the biggest thing was like I was really lost and like didn't know like what my next move was going to be um so in that sense it like it definitely did pay off for me but I would like like it's also a big commitment and it's a lot of money yeah so I would like (laughs) definitely like take your time and think about think about it and like make sure you're going because like you want to like expand on your education and not because like you think it's going to look good on your resume because I think Absolutely. that's like a big like misconception that people have too. Absolutely. No, I think that's a like really great perspective that we don't necessarily hear when you're, you know, in a college student, no one necessarily tells us that. So I think that's really great advice. Um, so now that you are in your current role as a social media manager at Teen Vogue, um, so what are, what is your day to day look like in your job, sort of the day in the life? Um, it kind of varies. It really honestly depends on like the news cycle and like what's happening in the world. (laughs) So sometimes like if there's like a really huge like breaking story, it can be like very, like very hectic. And then other days, um, it'll be like slower pace. So then I can focus on like looking at like our numbers and seeing like how well we're performing like on social media and stuff. Um, but it very, it very much very, um, depends on like the news cycle but um I'd say like in my day-to-day I do a lot of um I do go on social media a lot just to kind of see like what's what's out there like what are people talking about like what sort of like trends are happening is there any way that like we as like a brand can like jump on these like trends that are happening and stuff like that um so I'll do a lot of like social media listening um I also We'll schedule out um, things like on Instagram. Um, I have um, somebody that works with me. It's just the two of us on our team. So I'm like very much connected with her and just seeing like what things that we can try on the platform, um, sort of like a day-by-day basis. Um, But yeah, just seeing like what's out there and Mm -hmm. scheduling and making sure that like whatever we're putting out there is like optimized um, as best as possible. Cool. And this might might not be your day today, but I feel like I always see you on red carpets with celebs and whatnot as well. (laughs) So how is that part of it as well? That is, it's really, it feels surreal as someone who like, I like, I'm obsessed with pop culture. Like I like grew up like just (laughs) loving like any like celebrity red carpet and stuff like that. And so to be able to go um, to these events and like represent Teen Vogue and um, like interview people that like I've 
looked up to or like I've like admired it's like very like surreal and Mm nerve-wracking um but it's such a cool experience I usually get like really like anxious and nervous like beforehand but like while I'm like doing it um it like it feels like it just like flows um but it is like totally like (laughs) nerve-wracking oh I'm sure I was gonna ask like do you get starstruck like who's the coolest person you've gotten to meet and on the red carpet um I try not to get starstruck I always like just tell myself like okay like this is like a professional setting like you're here for work like you can't like (laughs) or anything like that um so I feel like I've like really like had to like talk myself through it and just like anytime I see like someone I'm like okay like don't freak out like it's it's (laughs) you're just a human being it's fine (laughs) yeah like everyone's here for work like it's okay um but I don't know I can't like pick like a particular person because I feel like everyone that I've met has been like really really cool and honestly like sometimes I feel like I just like black out like (laughs) and like then like afterwards I'm like what just happened yeah that would definitely be me I that makes total sense Um, but I think that's, you know, really cool. And like you were saying, like, I think right now it's one of those things, like I can never imagine, you know, being able to do that and being in a position like that. So it's, it's really cool that you've, you know, built yourself up to be able to do that. And that now, you know, you've worked at the point where you can perform well under pressure and it doesn't get to you as much. Yeah. Thank you. And you know what, like, I honestly never saw myself like in this position, like ever, like, like if I told myself this like even like three years ago I would have like laughed (laughs) like yeah right um but no I like I also just like want to like show that like you know like it's possible for you know anyone that's like that wants to like study and you know want to like focus on their career of something like this it's totally like doable um as someone who has like tried to do it and is like currently like in it um but yeah I just like I feel like if you like, you know, focus and work hard, networking, all of that stuff, it really could like totally lead you to like a career in this field. Absolutely. And I love that. And that's why I wanted, you know, to start this podcast, like I shared with you is because I also believe that like, if if you're willing to put in the work and prepare and focus and, you know, expand your network that it is possible um, to put yourself in this position. So I think that's really cool. Um, so, and also if you can, I'd love if you could share, um, some current projects or recent projects that you've worked on. Um, yeah, I think, let's see, we, uh, I think like the last cover we had was, um, our January cover was with Maxwell Frost, um, which he's the new, uh, congressman representing Florida. He's also, um, like the first Gen Zer in Congress, um, And so working on that, like, it's like a whole cover story. So my job is to like roll it out on social media. Um, So I have to like, you know, read the story really closely, um, pick out like the images that I think would work well on social and things like that. Um, But I think it's like so cool. I think one of my favorite things about Teen Vogue is that like, we not only cover like, like celebrities, pop culture, and that kind of stuff, but we also cover like things that are happening in the world, like with politics and um, like another project was working on the midterms. Like I was in November, I um, stayed up like 
my whole team, well, not my whole team, but like our politics team and the social team, like we stayed up um, pretty late on um, midterm election night and just like covering it um, on social media and um, like editorial. And it was just like, it was just like so cool. I felt like I was like doing something that is also like really important too. And um, yeah, I think that was, those are like the most yeah. recent projects that I've been working Absolutely. on. No, and I think as you were saying that, I was thinking the same exact thing. That's really cool that you get sort of a multifaceted approach um, to your job. And then also the fact that you're sharing it with that younger audience. So you're making sure that they're getting, you know, a good balance of the pop culture, but then also those, you know, political, um, social things that are at the forefront, you know, of society as well. So that's definitely um, really cool that you get to sort of do both sides of that as well. Um but what would you say that your favorite and least favorite thing are about your job currently? Um, I would honestly say my favorite thing is the people that I work with. Um, I think this is like the best group of people that I've like ever really, really worked with. And I feel like everyone is so like intelligent and, you know, like really cares about like our audience and cares about like educating like the youth and things like that. And I just like really enjoy working with these people like day to day, um, which I think is so important because like in a workplace, it's like it can go both ways. Like you can either have like a really good team or like, you know, have like problems with your team. But I I absolutely adore this team and the people that I work with. Um, so I'd say that was probably my favorite. Um, I think the least favorite, that one's hard. Cause like, I genuinely like really like my job. Um, I would say sometimes maybe like the news cycle gets a little crazy. So like sometimes there'll be like three like breaking stories in like one day and that can get like really hectic to like cover all of that at once. Um, but yeah, I feel like for the most part, I don't really have like too many things. Um, no, that's good. And yeah. I know, I know last time, one thing I wanted to sort of follow up on, I know last time we talked, um, you mentioned like one of the things that can be difficult working in social media is that separation of using social media for your job and then your personal use. So do you feel like that's like still a big challenge or have you found sort of ways or tactics to manage this balance that you maybe wish that you knew before? Yeah, that's, that's, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, yeah, it's, that part is definitely really challenging of just like separating, like knowing like the line between like staying on social media for work and then like staying on for like your personal life. Um, I think it's still definitely a challenge, but I feel like, um, I think I've been like trying to like practice like boundaries of like, uh, when I should like stop looking at my phone, <laughs> like, cause I feel like I'm on my phone, like 24 seven, like you kind of have to be in this job. Um, so like setting like boundaries for myself, like setting like a time, a cutoff time is like super important. I think that's like really been helping me. Um, and then just like setting boundaries, like with work in general, like not checking my email after hours and things like that. Um, I think like anyone entering the workplace, especially if like you're new into like the workforce or whatever, I think it's like really important to like establish boundaries, um, like from the get go. Um, I feel like as like, I feel like in millennial culture, mm -hmm. I think it's like, 
it's it's been kind of ingrained in like millennials to be like you have to work you work 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 and like always be like available and stuff like that but something that like I admire about Gen Z is that like I feel like Gen Z is really great about that and I think that like should sort of be like a standard of um just making sure that you have your boundaries set in place um in the workplace absolutely and I think even like even my personal use it's so hard with social media because it can be so addicting I I recently added that like um thing on TikTok where it like tells you when you've been on it for too long you have to enter the password so yeah no I did that too I had to do that because I like I found myself just like scrolling and not even like retaining like what I was like watching and that was like in my personal time so I had to like really kind of just have like a talk with myself and being like this is not healthy (laughs) Like, um, so that, I think that's like a great tactic too, is like setting those, um, like timers on your phone and like on TikTok, um, just so you know, like, okay, now I can stop. I've been on here for too long and now I need to like go and do something else. For sure. Um, and then ups and downs aside, social media is obviously such a popular field right now. Um, so what skills do you use most in your current role or what skills or attributes do you possess that you feel have led? to your success in the social media field? Um, honestly, I, I truly feel that I think it's just like, like knowing social media. I know that sounds like very general, but like, I like, I always look at social media from like a user standpoint. And like, I, as somebody who has been like on social media for like years I know like what I want to see as a user and like I know like what is like not gonna like perform on social media um I think like being really in tune with like what's happening like in real time is sort of like pretty important um I know like but then there's also that like fine line between like a brand being like cringy and like relatable (laughs) And like, and I think a lot of brands like sort of like miss the mark on that, um, where they come off as like trying too hard. And so like, I don't know, just having like a deep understanding of like your demographic is like super important when it comes to social media. Um, and just like knowing like how to use it from a user standpoint is like my biggest advice. Um, and then, yeah, I think there's also like an element of like creativity that needs to like be had too of like um depending on like what your goals are on social media like sometimes like the goal is to like drive traffic to your website the other sometimes it's like how many views can we get or like how many like how much engagement can we get like it really depends on like the goal that you have um in your job um but using creativity to reach that goal is like super important too Absolutely. And I think something you said earlier is like the, that like social media listening. Um, So that's interesting, you know, that that's just like anything like study for a test or, um, you know, knowing your industry that it's no different with social media and that it's good to sort of be a pro or master like in that area and staying on top of the trends and whatnot. Yeah, totally. I think um, it really comes down to like your demographic. Like if you like know who your demographic is, you know, the age ranges, um, like you want to like see what they're talking about and how can you like 
as a brand, like join in on that conversation um, to in a way that will like resonate with that demographic. Um, so I think that's, I feel like it kind of gets overlooked sometimes, but um, I think it's like super important um, if you're like a social manager. For sure. Um, and then also something I wanted to talk about is so you recently went on a vacation, which looked so fun, by the way. <laughs> and something that my friends and I, you know, in college worry about is that once we start our jobs, once we enter the corporate world, that we'll never, ever again get the opportunity <laughs> to travel or explore the world. Um, and clearly, this is not always the case. So I was curious how you find that balance to create time to be able to travel or like create those more experiential moments while working a full-time job. Yeah, um, that was like, honestly, that was my like first thought too, after I um, graduated. I was like, oh my God, when I like get a job, I'm never going to travel ever again. And like, <laughs> I'm like, just going to be working the whole time. Um, but I think what helps is that like my, like my manager, she like, she's definitely like pro like work-life balance. Um, and so I think like when you're looking for a job, I would definitely like, that should be like a question that you ask um, the employer is like, what's the work-life balance? Like um, I like every interview that I've ever gone on, I've always like, that's like one of my number one questions I ask um, because you know, like you do, you like, of course you want to work, but you also mm -hmm. want to have like time for yourself too. Um, but yeah, I think like establishing that from like the get-go is like really important too. Yeah, absolutely. I, that, that was really great to hear and to see, because that's definitely something that again, like an outsider who's not in the corporate space yet, it definitely seems like one of the more daunting things, um, about entering that space. So that's, it was just fun to see that, like, you're still able to do that while, you know, being in a successful, um, position, um, but I'm curious what advice you would give somebody looking to enter the social media space after college. Um, yeah, I think social media is like a very, especially like right now, it's like a super competitive like industry. Um, but I think what really helps me is expanding my network and just like talking to other people that are in the social media space. I think like the first time we talked, I told you that um, networking is like totally just like such a powerful tool. Mm -hmm. uh, and I still like believe that now. Um, I think like hearing like other perspectives um, is also like really helpful into seeing like what they're doing and like what kind of skills they're using in their jobs. But it's also great just to like open up your network if you're like looking for a job too. Um, like I know you reached out to me on LinkedIn and, and I love like talking to other people, like especially college students that reach out because like I know how it is and how hard it is to find a job. Um, and so like being of like any help I can is like something that I try to do with students. Um, so I definitely recommend, you know, like, talking to other people in the industry and really like creating this like sort of community for yourself um, within the industry because the people around you are like, I don't know, it's just like really important to have like a support system of like people that like understand what it's like to work in social media too, if that makes sense. Yes, definitely. And I think, you know, that's another like reason why I wanted to start this like community and podcast is 
because, you know, now that I do believe in the power of networking and like I told you, like you were definitely one of those first people that like opened my eyes to how powerful it can be. Cause I was like, oh my gosh, I couldn't believe it. You know, you responded and we had this great conversation and, you know, you really did open my eyes to how powerful that can be. And it's just so cool. Like, you know, platforms like LinkedIn, it really does democratize that entry into the corporate field and space by allowing people to connect, you know, whether you're, you know, know, know them already or they live across the country. So um, I definitely agree and think that that's great advice. Um, but then any last parting, you know, career tips or networking advice for just anyone in gen general that you either live by or just want to share? Yeah, um, I guess like my biggest tip or not like tip, but like advice is definitely like within this industry, because it is like so competitive, you'll definitely feel like a lot of like self-doubt, um, but don't let that self-doubt discourage you from going to where you want to go. Because if I like listen to like those voices in my head, like of self-doubt, like I wouldn't be like in the position that I'm in now. And it's totally normal to have like imposter syndrome and questioning like yourself. But like if you're putting in the work and you're, you know, doing what you can, like you deserve to be like in these spaces. And, you know, like if you get hired and you're questioning yourself, you know, like they hired you for a reason. And that's because they like trusted you and your vision. Um, so I, yeah, my biggest advice is, don't listen to like that, like voice in your head that'll like give you that self-doubt because um, it's like not true. And, you know, you're putting in the work, so Absolutely. It, it'll pay off. Yeah, no, I, I love that, especially, you know, I'm a senior and I'll be graduating soon. So I'll be applying um, to jobs and whatnot soon. So I think that's really important. And I'm going to have to like tell myself and remind myself too to not get discouraged, you know, to know, and we all have to, you know, do that to some extent, you know, to yeah. just, you know, hype ourselves up, you know, believe that we can do it and whatnot. So I think that's really great advice. Um, and honestly, thank you so much for just taking the time to come on here today and share a story. I really appreciate it so much. And I know this will be such a helpful tool to anyone interested in entering the social media space. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, I like, I definitely just want people to know that like this is totally doable for anyone that's like looking to get into it. Um, and I'm so glad that you're doing this. I think this is like such a great way for another, again, to like build community. So kudos to you too. Thank you so much. Thank you. So I hope you were listening to all of that because that was such a valuable conversation. I know even for myself, it was just so refreshing to hear her perspective once again about certain things like getting your master's, ups and downs of the job, struggles to get the job in the first place, finding that work-life balance and all the other things that we discussed today with Honestine. Overall, I hope that you take our conversation as a tool and also as motivation to start expanding your network and reaching out to people because you'll never know if you'll come across somebody like Honestine who is so eager and willing to help. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave a review and rating and follow Girls Growing Corporate on TikTok and Instagram and feel free to join our LinkedIn group as well where we post lots of great opportunities. Thanks for listening and see you next time.